The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Buying a home? Selling your home? You've come to the right place. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfy with Remax, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. Good morning once again. Rob Golfy is a sales representative. Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team, online at robgolfi.com, robgolfi.com. You can also call the number one Remax team in Canada. Just happens to be the Golfy team as well. 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. They are dominating social media. You can follow the Golfy team on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Threads. You name the platform, they are on it. And if you have a question for the Golfy team or a topic idea for a future show, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that is questions at robgolfie.com. We have a, an armada of topics on the show today. We're going to talk about how difficult it is to get into the housing market if you are a post-secondary graduate. You've gone to college, you've gone to university, you've graduated, you're, you're trying to vault into your career, you're also trying to buy a home, and it is difficult to do so. We'll talk about housing market affordability, what city council in Calgary believes is a game changer. We'll chew on that in a few minutes' time. We'll also talk about removing the GST from rental builds and a lot more stuff tied to the real estate game. But we begin, as we usually do, with a 411 on how the golfie team did this week and how your real estate life is going. Real estate life's going well, but it is a little uh, uh, slow, a lot slow. It's crickets out there. Um, houses are still selling, but it is very price sensitive right now. Uh, a lot of reductions are being done uh, on uh, with all the listings out there. You're seeing price drops. And sometimes even if you're doing a price drop, you're not even getting anything. So it just depends on your motivation and uh, of selling. And uh, the buyers, they know the market better than anybody else does because they're the ones that have the money. I'm, I'm noticing a difference in the numbers and I'm noticing a difference in the temperament of even the sellers out there that are looking for, uh, that want to sell. I'm finding that um, the, the market is very price sensitive, very, you know, the clients, the sellers are very irritable, uh, especially the ones that want to sell and they need to sell. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on them in getting uh, the house sold. And if they're not getting showings or they are getting showings uh, and no offers are coming in, they're, they're, they're ir- irritable there. And, uh, and it's, and, and it's, it, it's, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. Um, I don't know how long the market's going to be doing this kind of uh, reaction. It is crickets out there. Um, the buyers out there are kind of, not even showing up, like even though there's some good opportunities, some good homes for sale, they're not even showing up. And so you, you kind of have to price houses in a certain range. Now, uh, now if we're talking about houses between 500 and 800,000 or 850, they're moving They're If they're priced right, the buyers are out there, they're looking at it. Uh, even at the interest rates, they are uh, depending on what interest rate uh, package they're going to go with, whether a five-year uh, fixed or uh, two year or three year, whatever the situation is, they are going for that. 
but it, it is uh, it is a funny market out there because I'm finding my sales are are, are down uh, quite a bit down compared to what we normally do. So I don't know what is going on out there. There, you know, I mean, we know interest rates are an issue, and uh, but for the new buyers coming into the marketplace, uh, it's not an issue for them because they that's what they're getting qualified for. I know people are are re- uh, the ones that are renewing their mortgages, they're the ones that are feeling the pain. Um, it's, 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 it's a weird, weird market out there. It's like going through a forest without any paths going through there. So you don't know what you're going to hit or, or uh, walk into. When it comes to that price sensitive sensitivity, you mentioned price sensitive, but you also mentioned that if it's priced between five and eight fifty, they're, they're moving. Okay. Once you get that, you know, past that 850, are people, are are buyers looking for deals or are sellers misjudging what buyers are looking for? It's a combination. Sellers are wanting more than what the value is. And, and, and some of them realize what the value is. Like I, I was on a, uh, on a listing presentation on a house and I, and I was talking to this great couple and I said to them, I said, your house it's, it'll sell for 1 million. And I said, but you could try a million 50 and see what happens. So if nothing happens at a million 50, then we drop it down to a million and it'll probably be gone. Um, it's more of a retirement kind of community type house. There's no, you know, uh, fees for any kind of clubhouse or anything like that. It's just, you know, it's just the neighborhood the way it is. Um, so that one there, they, they looked at my, uh, my comparables, they listened to me and they went with my, uh, with my recommendation. Now we get other ones where we say, Hey, your house should be listed at 900,000, 899, but they want to go at 1.1 million. And then I have no problem taking that as long as they understand that we probably will have to do some price adjustments over time. But they say, yeah, 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 we'll do it. Then once we, once we got it for sale, they don't change it. They, they get you, you're stuck with it at that price. And then they get upset with you that you haven't sold it. And meanwhile, they forget that you gave them the uh, the number of eight ninety nine nine list. Uh, over time, they end up chasing the market. They keep it too long at that at that overpriced point, and because markets change every month, so sometimes the market has did get better and, and and it did work out for them. And sometimes the market doesn't do that well. Like I said, this market is going to be an up and down market, and I think it's going to be like that. Uh, I think it's going to be like that for a while, maybe through the next year also. So there is opportunities out there for buyers. Um, and uh, I, I truly feel um, that uh, the, the market is, uh, it, it, no matter what it is, it's either good for a seller one time, good for a buyer one time. I don't know if we're at a balanced market right now. Uh, some, some agents may say that, but I don't really uh, believe that as much. But I think it's, it's geared right now in in the past 10 days to two weeks, we're in a bit of a uh, buyer's market. How much is the upcoming decisions by the Bank of Canada in terms of interest rates impacting what we're seeing? Because it wasn't that long ago, a couple of months ago, inflation had dipped from a high last year of 8.1% to 2.9%, very close to the central bank's target of about 2%. That number last month went to 4%. And now the Bank of Canada is, you know, caught between a rock and a hard place in determining, do we continue to pause and send a mixed message to the public? Or do we raise interest rates and further impact the economy? I'm sure that's on the minds of both buyers and sellers of real estate. 
Absolutely. When I heard that 4% uh, inflation, I'm going, oh boy, I'm like, you know what? They're, they're, they're trying to slow this down. And, and the only way to do it is with interest rate increases. So it's going to be, it's going to be tough to find out what they're going to do in October um, because they, they're trying to slow this inflation down. And if they don't, they're, they're, they're going to raise interest rates. Now the interest rates in the U S are higher, higher than we are right now. And uh, so it's, it, it's taken a toll on them, but if they do increase it, I think, and it, and it sits and it sits at that number. I think that will adjust the economy the way the government wants it to adjust to. But it, it will. It's gonna. It's there's gonna be a, a path of uh, of people that are gonna be uh, hurting very badly because of it. Got a couple more minutes left in this segment. I want to ask you about. Home buyers using cash because it sounds like, at least from an investment standpoint, those investors out there are snapping up homes and 40% of this group is using cash to do so in, in an, a, you know, a financial and economic environment that we're in now. That seems kind of bizarre, at least surprising to me. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, people out there. Uh, again, uh, pe- people are inheriting a lot of money, uh, baby boomers. Um, and, uh, and they're buying, they're buying real estate. They're realizing that's probably the best money to have it in. So, so there's a lot of, a lot of cash out there. And so these people are, are looking at buying houses and, uh, either they're putting a, a huge down payment down or paying cash for them. So investors are buying, they're, they're buying houses and, uh, and, and because they know real estate is just going to be a strong, strong investment in their portfolio for the next many years to come. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, and, and there, I, 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 I don't, have, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but what do they say? 40% of them are using cash. So they're all buying what the average first time buyer is buying. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're not scared in buying real estate. They're not worried about overpriced listings or anything like that, or over, paying overpriced on the house. It is, um, uh, they're they're going forward with that which goes back to your comment that that 500,000 to 850,000 block of homes all the homes up for sale in that uh in that uh uh, dollar figure are being scooped up and and a lot of them by investors we know that 25 26 percent of the single family homes in this province are owned by investors if you're investing in a property you're going to try and get you know, a great property for the lowest amount of price so you can capitalize on that return on investment. So the numbers are starting to make sense in this regard. Coming up in our next segment, we're going to talk about the federal government removing the GST on rental builds. We'll also have some other real estate news in terms of what Calgary City Council is calling a game changer, a game changing housing strategy that who knows will will probably work there. Would it work here? We're going to talk about that on the show as well. Don't forget to go online to robgolfie.com to see the hottest listings in town. Get your home listed on robgolfi.com. And if you're buying or selling a home, you'll want to call the Golfie team, the number one REMAX team in Canada, 905-575-7700. Online, robgolfie.com. That's robgolfi.com. More of the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition, next 
on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative, Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Call them today, 905-575-7700. You'll be calling the Golfy team the number one Remax team in Canada. That number again, 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Check them out on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Threads, and for an instant home estimate, go online to golfyhomevalue.com. That's golfyhomevalue.com. Plug in some digits and information. You'll get a pretty good idea of what your home could go for on the open market. Still to come on the show, housing market affordability. We'll talk about post-secondary graduates having a hard time jumping into the housing market, which is not a surprise. And AI in real estate. That's coming up here on the Golfy Real Estate Show. Let's jump into some condos in Stony Creek because you want to highlight some facts and figures you're looking at. Yeah. So, you know how we were just talking about, you know, investors are paying cash and everything. There is an opportunity right here in Stony Creek. Now I was checking to see about these condos and there's a lot of them for sale. And these people are just taking possession of them in, uh, at, on the service road, 600 uh, North service road in Stony Creek. Now, uh, this is a newly built condo. People po- probably bought these probably three, four, four years ago. Now, me as an investor, if I was a young guy and I wanted to take a chance, I would probably put my, you know, ten, twenty thousand dollars down and buy and put my name on one of these and when it, and then and thinking that I would pre-sell it before I take possession, so I can make a lift. Maybe who knows, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand. It, it it is. So a lot of these people have done that. Now. The, now it's coming up for, for, for them to take possession and some of them probably can't afford it. Now, this is a great condo building right on uh, Fruitland and the North Service Road. There's opportunity there for investors. So now, even for the person that wants to buy and live in there, this is great. Now, a lot of people don't want to wait four years to buy a place to move into if they're moving into themselves. But if it's available... Now they'll buy it. Now in this complex right now, there's 29 for sale and there's seven leases. 29, that's a lot for sale, Rick. And I'll, I'll tell you that this is ideal for any investor uh, to go in there and either uh, buy it uh, to, you know, maybe use it, uh, lease them out or uh, a homeowner going in and looking for, if they're looking at retiring, this is a great great place for, for them to live. And, you know, it's just on the other side of the, up at the Fruitland Road. And there's a lot of you know, shopping, no matter which way you go, Centennial or, or even uh, 50 Road. But, but as you can see, things are changing. And, um, and you're going to see these prices drop as time goes on because everybody is in the same situation. They want to unload this because they didn't, they thought they could sell it regardless, but the market changed on them. Now they're, they're going to have to face and closing these deals or, or do whatever to get rid of them. And I know a few people that we were talking to, they're willing to get rid of them at the price that they, they bought them for, which it was a great price four years ago or uh, when they, uh, when they were selling them. So that's one condo. And, and I'm sure there's a lot of other uh, condos that there's opportunities that are going to come up within the Hamilton, Niagara, uh, Burlington region. 
These condos are currently priced anywhere from four forty nine to eight sixty nine five, and the square footage ranges from five forty one to twelve thirty eight. Most of them in the six, seven, eight hundred square foot range, and and really points to back to to our first segment when you're talking about those homes in the five hundred thousand to eight hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar dollar range. This falls right in there, four forty nine to eight sixty nine five. How many, you mentioned there's 29 for sale, which is a large number. How many do you expect to be scooped up, you know, fairly soon? Or are people still kind of waiting on the sidelines to think, I don't know if I want to invest at this time? And you know what? And, that, and that's a factor. So the, the, the current investors are probably going to go in and lowball uh, offers on, on these if they, if, if they get a chance to do it and if somebody's willing to bite. So you can actually, you can be a, an investor. And you can go in and put 29 offers on 29 different properties and, and lowball them. One person or two or three is going to say, yes, I want out. Take it. Here, here it is. Mm-hmm. And they may want to take the loss of whatever deposit they have on it. Now, this is perfect for the homeowner that is moving in. They're going to be able to get a, uh, a great place, brand new, uh, that's right, right close to highway, close to shopping, close to everything, close to the lake. Uh, to move into and get a great price on. Like, like I said, I, I'm not endorsing this. I'm not endorsing this. What I'm doing is I'm just showing the opportunities out there uh, for people that, uh, uh, that there is out there. And, 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 there, and, there might, and there's going to be a few others like that because you can't predict what the market's going to be in four years from now. You can't. You get a general idea and you put all the, you know, systems in place. I don't know if anybody imagined there was going to be COVID. There was going to be, you know, uh, interest rates. Like there's like so many variables coming into place that changes the market. And now these people all bought when the market was like at probably one and a half to two percent interest rate. So, they, you know, nobody thinks that they're going to go up. So they, they put their offers in. But now they got to take possession or are, have taken possession and they can't afford it. And these people were not uh, able, they couldn't afford it to buy it in the first place, but they bought it and took a risk and they put, you know, and that's the risk they took to be an investor. Uh, and it's just because they just thought they can do a uh, flip on it, but the market's changed. So opportunities there for anybody that wants to take a look at it. Um, I just saw that there was a lot for sale there. And um, so there's, there's opportunities for ne- negotiations. Now, the people that own them, I don't think they're going to be happy how I'm saying this, but <laughs> and, hey, it, it is what it is. Yeah. So, you know. Absolutely. Hey, let's talk about uh, everyone's favorite uh, tax, the GST. Because last week, the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, said the federal sales tax, GST, would be removed from new rental construction effective immediately. And Trudeau, who, I mean, his government initially made this promise back in 2015 and is now finally fulfilling it, but also said and is encouraging other provinces like Ontario to say, hey, you should remove the provincial sales tax as well on new rental builds as soon as possible. When it comes to removing the GST from new rental construction, what impact are you seeing with this? Is this is this big? I, I think it's good. I think it's good. Um, it, it's going to increase the housing supply, and you know, it. I don't know if it's going to support the rental market because the rental market is what the rental market is. But if they can get, if they can build an abundance of rental properties, it will bring the rental market down. But it's going to that's that takes time. Like if you're building an apartment building from start to finish, it could take three, four years. So doing this now, fantastic, but we're not going to see the benefits of it for about three, four years. 
um, you know, the negative, you know, su- supply chain, despite the need of the housing, it, it may challenge the meet the ambitious target of 3.45 million housing affordability. But right now, the guys that start this at the beginning and get that benefit of not having to pay HST or, or, or PST or whatever, they are still going to charge the market rent, but, and they get the benefit of building at a cheaper price. So it's long-term good, short-term it's, the first guys to the gate are going to win uh, better than uh, the long-term guys will. If you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a home, call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob com. Let's move over to Calgary because their city council approved what, at least what they're calling, a game-changing housing strategy. So there are three kind of prongs to this strategy. Number one, they're providing an incentive program to create new secondary suites. There are plans to dispose of city land for new housing units. And probably the one that's going to do the most good, I believe, is adopting new zoning rules to allow row houses and duplexes anywhere in Calgary. What do you think of these ideas? I think it's great as long as they do it. Like, I mean, easier said than done, but if they do that, fantastic. Um, and, and, you know, like in Ontario, uh, the municipalities are the ones that are slowing everything down. They're taking forever to, you know, change zoning, doing this, doing that. Um, and the Ford government is trying to, you know, fast track this thing, but, uh, and, and that's why they're even trying to tell the municipalities, listen, let the mayor have the stronghold and get this thing going. And, uh, so that, uh, they don't have to vote and go through meetings and meetings and meetings and meetings. Uh, they want to do this. This is a good thing. Uh, hopefully the rest of Canada follows them and, and, and starts getting this ball rolling to build uh, houses to, so that we can alleviate this uh, uh, influx of uh, demand that we have. And one of the issues, too, and we talked about this on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML earlier on in the week, is that there's not enough not enough people at the municipal level to do this kind of work. There's, there's a backlog because of a shortage of experts in this field, and that's a huge issue. Oh, major. And, and that's why a lot of things are taking forever to get done. And, and it's just going to get worse. So I don't know, like, it's just, we need everything in this country right now. Um, I, I was just talking to uh, somebody that there, there's a restaurant for sale on Ottawa street. Okay. And I go, yeah, they're closing, they're closing it down. Not because they're not in business. It's because they, they can't even get the labor. They can't get people to work. So what, like, so now you're going to start seeing people closing their businesses down because just to keep anybody employed is, well, nobody's applying for the job. So how do you keep your business going? You, you either shut it down and, and, and just kind of, or minimize what you have. And the same thing at, at the municipality level, maybe there's not enough people to handle all this kind of paperwork or they don't want to pay for it. It's hard to tell, but we have a shortage of everything, housing. We have shortage of labor. We have shortage of people, but for some reason, we do have abundance of people immigrating, so I don't know what's going on out there, but but it is changing out there. Uh, but hopefully, uh, you know, uh, the rest of Canada follows what Calgary is doing and pushing it through. Yeah, they do have some good ideas, including the last one that I pointed to. They can build row homes or row houses and duplexes anywhere in the city. And I know, you know, we're trying to open things up in Hamilton and, and the rest of Ontario in terms of that type of thinking. If a developer can say, hey, listen, I have a parcel of land and I can put, 
you know, virtually any anything I want in this parcel of land, if if duplexes and at least in this case, in the developer's case, row houses, is that a big bang for the buck when it comes to the developer, or do they just want to build single family homes? You know what? No, developers will will build whatever sells, and and, and duplexes are great. But you know who builds those small duplexes? Uh, if there's little infill places, are small builders and uh, renovators that like they love that opportunity. And there's so much of it around in in our area here in the Hamilton Burlington area that. Uh, but they slow things down. So the opportunities there. It's just a matter of the municipalities to, to, to open up the gates to, to allow it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is so many of these little corner little lots, houses that are, are basically vacant and, 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 uh, uh, and abandoned and destroyed. You can't live in them. Those houses should be torn down and build a duplex or a triplex or whatever you can there. And now you, you just opened up more housing for, uh, for, for people. But, but sometimes it, it, you know, the bureaucracy of, of it all just becomes difficult. Yeah, there's a great little duplex on Wilson Street. It is east of uh, well, uh, east of Wellington, and it looks phenomenal. I mean, it kind of looks out of place with the other homes that are there, but the uh, probably looked like a small builder just kind of went in, built this, you know, two story kind of duplex uh, residence with units at the top and the bottom. And I think it's perfect, obviously, for at least a couple of people or maybe even a couple of families. And I think we need more of that in this community. But I want to switch gears and talk about housing market affordability, because it is so strained in some parts of this country and in the U.S. as well, that there's a Fortune 500 home builder that's now offering a fixed 4.25% mortgage rate in some communities. Should we be concerned or excited that this type of opportunity is out there? It's great opportunity, but not every builder can offer that because basically what they're doing is uh, they're fronting all the money uh, for the build. But I think a little bit they're increasing the price of the house that they're selling. These are new home builders. And um, I mean, obviously you have to put a down payment down and they're offering an interest rate. So you're kind of maybe paying up front a little bit of the difference in interest rate in my, in my assumption on these new home builds that these uh, Fortune 500 company is selling. I think it's a great idea though, you know, if you can sign a five-year term at four and a half percent or whatever, which is a great mortgage amount. Now, again, the, the U.S. is probably about a, a one to one and a half percent higher than we are in interest rates as, as we're dealing with. Now, I think it's great if you can afford it, but obviously they're a Fortune 500 company. Now, can the builders locally here do it? I don't know. I don't know if they have the uh, resources to do that unless they go public on uh, uh, with the stock exchange and, and then the money just keeps flowing in and they can, can afford to do it. But it is a great way to sell homes. Uh, if they can afford to do it. Well, and I thought of two things. Number one, you know, this is a guaranteed sale because you're basically offering this property, I would assume, at market value, maybe a little bit above and maybe a little bit below, knowing that this is almost a guaranteed sale. But the other part of me is thinking there's so much uh, little in terms of supply, it's probably a guaranteed sale anyways. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and now you're increasing the housing supply, right? Now, because people are buying and because of the interest rate, uh, it, 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 everybody wins on this. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, if they guarantee them a five-year rate at that term, I, I'd jump on it. If I was a, a first-time buyer and say, yeah, let's buy it. Whether, you know, if it's a $700,000 house or a $600,000 house or whatever it is, I think it's fantastic. It, and 
and they'll just start building subdivisions and people will be going into that now. Hope Now, when the five-year renewal comes up, hopefully it's, <laughs> it's not 8 9% because yeah. then you're going to see a lot of power of sales happening. Yeah, I think so. When we come back, Ontario post-secondary graduates are delaying home ownership because of a variety of reasons, including student debt. We'll talk about that. And artificial intelligence in real estate. How does that work? Stay tuned. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy. He's a sales representative. Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Find them on the World Wide Web. Rob RobGolfi.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call the number one REMAX team in Canada. That just so happens to be the Golfi team. 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Call the number one REMAX team in this nation if you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a house. Still to come, we'll talk about AI in real estate. It's happening. But let's dive into this. We have a lot of post-secondary graduates in this province who are delaying home ownership for a variety of reasons, including the level of student debt they have. It's it's pricey to go to school, especially university, that is for sure. Given where inflation is, where interest rates are, are where home prices are, it's no surprise to learn that ORIA, the Ontario Real Estate Association, is saying that these graduates are having a tough time and are pressing pause on home ownership. It, I, I, I truly... I understand this completely. And, and you know what, you know how difficult it is. So you get, you graduate from university or college, you've got the student loan and you're looking for a job. And sometimes it's not that easy to find a job. And then all of a sudden uh, the government starts charging you interest on the loan that they uh, gave you to, to go to school, which is an interest free loan while you're going to school. But they, I think, I think it's within six months they start charging interest. Sometimes like teachers, a lot of teachers are, you know, graduating from teacher's college. They may not get a job as a teacher for at least sometimes two to five years. And uh, so they have to work other jobs that aren't uh, paying as much as what a school teacher would. And they got to pay their, their loan off. I do think they need a grace period. And, and I, I do understand now they got this loan so ha- that, that they have to pay. So now you got a student that needs a car and probably needs a car loan. They got their student loan, getting a mortgage, rent, and everything else. It is impossible for them to afford anything uh, if, if uh, with the with the student loan to to even buy a house. I, I mean, like they're looking at years down the road, and it's frustrating for them in their mind, thinking, "I want to buy a house, but I'm up to debt my uh, to my eyeballs," and 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 they almost give up mentally. They give up mentally, say it's not going to happen. So I just you know. Do, do I just move someplace else? Do I move to a cheaper province? Do, what do I do? And that's what a lot of these uh, uh, graduates are doing, unless they have help from family. Interesting that you said that, because according to this survey from Oria, 42% of graduates are considering leaving Ontario to move to a province with a lower cost of living and more attainable housing. We look at the average price in Hamilton, you know, anywhere from seven hundred dollars to $850,000, and they're looking at a, you know the price of a home in 
Nova Scotia, where a lot of people are moving, or Alberta, where it's much lower, and in some cases, less than half of what they're looking at here in Hamilton. It's it's really a no-brainer. If they can find employment tied to their post-secondary education, you can't blame them for leaving. No, you, you can't. It just It's the only way they can figure out how life is going to go. You don't want to be in your 40s and still thinking, oh, like you're paying off all these different loans and you don't own, have home ownership. And, and, and I see the frustration uh, on people that are older and, you know, you ask them and say, hey, you know, like you just conversation with just general people. You're not going on. I'm not going on to an appointment and uh, just say, yeah, like, you know, where do you live? And, 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 and you can see the disappointment when they say, you know, I'm just renting right now. And like, it's like, their eyes go down, their, their body language just goes kind of down. And, uh, it, it's, it's, it's hard for them. It's hard. It's mentally hard. And it, and it, and it, and it, and it's frustrating because they do want home ownership, but it's just, it's so far away and almost virtually impossible uh, for a lot of people, unless they, they land on a good job that pays well, eventually they can pay out, pay down a lot of debt. Uh, this uh, Ontario Real Estate Association report found on average that these post-secondary graduates currently owe about 14500 That's the average, meaning some people owe more than that. Some people obviously owe a yeah. little bit less. But it also found that because of these high-priced homes, that nearly half of the parents of these graduates polled said that they plan to stay in their family home for the next decade. So... Just think in 10 years from now what the price of homes are going to be. And if by that time these post-secondary graduates have paid off their debt, it's still going to be tough to get into the market. Oh, absolutely. And and finally, they paid their debt off. Now the houses that they're looking at are probably worth close to double what they were when they first graduated from from school. And and so, again, they're back to the uh, beginning of square one where they're you know, frustrated and, and everything. So they'll, they could end up being in, in the, in the parents' basement, right? Right. till the parents are in their nineties and, and they'll, they'll be in their fifties or sixties. Who knows? I mean, it's, it seems like it's going that route pretty soon. Yeah. Sounds like my kids, but, but we, uh, I got some time on my hands. That's for sure. <laughs> You're listening to the golfy real estate show. When we come back, we're going to talk about a former star on that show, million dollar listing. Well, he's got a new idea. In fact, a new product out that he believes is going to be a big boom for the real estate sector. We'll find out more on that when the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition continues on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. We're going home. Let's go around here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative, Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team, the number one Remax team in Canada. Call them today at 905-575-7700. Whether you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy your home, first or third or fifth, call the number one Remax team in Canada. The Golfy team, 905-575-7700. They're online at robgolfy.com. 
robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Check them out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, threads, Twitter, TikTok. They're all over the place. You can also go online to golfyluxury.com. Check out the homes that maybe one day you'll you'll own, whether you have to win the lottery or do well in your job. Golfyluxury.com. Some pretty sweet listings on that website. Well, speaking of million-dollar listings, former star of that show, million-dollar listing, Frederick Eklund, not only has an idea, but he has a product to market, and that is artificial intelligence. He has created an AI bot or helper in this case named Maya, which he believes is going to be a pretty big deal in the world of real estate. Rob, your thoughts on this? Yeah, AI is being used right now in real estate um, quite a bit. I use it. Uh, I think more, uh, more and more agents are starting to use uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, it helps you write your ads. It helps you, you know, uh, you can ask it anything and it'll give you detailed information, the pluses, the minuses, everything. Um, I do feel you still need a realtor. And I'm not saying that because I'm a realtor. I'm <laughs> saying it because um, you need somebody to show you the house or, 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 or step in the house and, 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 and be there. Artificial intelligence can help you, you know, describe different things. They can give you insights about different things, but they can't be there uh, in person. And uh, so, but artificial intelligence more and more is, uh, is becoming trans uh, is becoming part of every realtor's life. And, uh, and I, we use it. We have artificial intelligence sometimes when somebody's going on our uh, website, possibly they, they, they could be chatting with uh, a, 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 a robot, basically. And that robot is intentionally does make mistakes <laughs> on their spelling because that's how they uh, uh, wrote the programming for it so that you think you're talking to a real person. But it, it is going to become more and more, especially with ChatGPT that just came out. Uh, I'm not sure if that, that's got to be within the last year. And, and everybody's using everything. And now ChatGPT came out with uh, a, an attachment that for realtors, so it's specifically set for realtors uh, for describing different things to, you know, to write all different things. Um, so will eliminate realtors? No, uh, I still think you need somebody to uh, meet with uh, in, uh, to, to look at a house or to, you know, to be there to sell up, to put a house up for sale. But it, it is uh, it is going to become more and more uh, part of our lives, and not just in real estate, but in all aspects of uh, businesses. And no matter what you're doing, absolutely agree. And, and Frederick Eklund, the the former star of Million Dollar Listing, said that you know this isn't here to take jobs from agents, and and he's an agent himself. But this AI technology, this Maya bot, for lack of a better term, again. Um, he believes can spark market growth. And in one particular way, uh, you know, the way you tour open houses in, in his mind will change dramatically in the next few years. And we've already seen that. I mean, we used to go to open houses ourselves. Now we can simply plug in a website and have a virtual 360 tour of a home. So I can imagine that AI is going to take that to another level. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? And we noticed more and more people in the last three, four years have bought houses without actually walking into the house. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So, so, and that's going to happen more and more often. And, uh, but, uh, but, but people, the majority, I'd say, you know, 95% or even more uh, still want to, you know, touch and feel and get a feel of what the house is when they're walking through. So, but, 
but it makes things easier if you're in a different country and you're looking at a house and you need to buy something instead of flying back and forth every other week to look at them and you're not and you miss out on some good houses they're putting offers on houses that they haven't been there physically but with the artificial intelligence they can actually almost have a realism walkthrough of the house like they were in there Last one for you in our mailboxes this past week, the Golfie Team Market Watch mail-out. Lots of great information on there. Is, there. is there a highlight for you on that one, Rob? Yeah, no, just, uh, you know, I just hope people, uh, you know, when they get that in the mail, uh, they kind of take a look at it. It gives them a little bit of an idea of what's going on in the market. Uh, we, we, we try to put the last six months in different areas of uh, what's going on with uh, the average sale uh, or actually benchmark price uh, on a, a, for the last six months in their area plus you know last year's numbers versus this year's numbers in august um yeah it it, uh it's just more of an informative but if anybody our phone number's on there if anybody's looking at uh, possibly want uh an an opinion on their house and, and thinking about selling don't hesitate to reach out no obligation there's no pressure we don't operate that way uh, we do appreciate the uh, the opportunity, and uh, and I know you won't be disappointed. You can call the Golfie team at 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And don't forget, you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfie Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform. Hit the follow button, and you'll never miss an episode. Thank you, Rob, and thank you for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.